Hey, welcome to. Don't know why I did that. Welcome to Dad <laughs> to the Bone. Ayo. Ayo. Never. Let me hear you say, hey, 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 Okay, um, and we back. Man. And we back. That's we a record. Back. That's that's a record for how quickly we've gotten derailed. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even make it past the intro. I don't even know if AO is a word. Yeah. So AO, I mean, not even a word a- in AYO. Can you follow off the rails if you never on the rails? Nope. Okay. Didn't even lock right. in. Okay, here we go. Welcome to the Dads of the Bone podcast, where three dads sit around and talk about dad stuff and <laughs> ponder this. I'm ready. What? Can travel around the world, all while staying in the corner. Hold on, around the world while staying while staying in the corner. Travel around the world while staying in the corner. Is yes, it baby? No. What did you say? Baby. No, because you don't put do baby. You, baby? In, you don't put baby in the corner in the first place. Today <laughs> we're talking. Oh, we're talking through the. If you guys have seen it. Oh God. We're talking through the Aaron Hernandez yes. Netflix documentary. Sam, yes. what's the actual title of the documentary? Of course you asked me that. Yep. <laughs> I, ha- I had to. I said it 30 times. It's called Killer Inside. Yes. The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. Yes. See, that sound official like a, a preview? Yeah. The Killer Inside. The Killer Inside. Mind. The Mind. Th- that could have been a guess because I was Hernandez. thinking like it's called The Mind of a Killer, but. It's called Killer Inside. It, well, the Mind of Aaron Hernandez. It was come, came out in 2020. It's a documentary on Netflix. It's really, really Really powerful, actually. It really is, and it's really well done. It is. So just to kind of set the stage, if you haven't seen it yet, um, we keep saying it like it's only like a one a one thing. It's not just like an hour and a half long movie. It's actually... It's almost like a mini-series. Yeah, it's like a mini-series. It's it is three, a mini-series. It's a three episodes. Or whatever. Yeah. Docu-series, there you go. It's three episodes long. Docu-series. Each episode's about an hour, and it chronicles, if you don't know who this is, um, Aaron Hernandez was a, by all definitions of the word a superstar yes uh nfl tight end yes uh played with the new england patriots went mm-hmm. to the super bowl i yes. mean it was just uh yes just he, he was a big deal he came yeah. to lead the same time as gronkowski yep. and um yeah they were just they were a tandem together yes like, yeah and Tom even Brady before then lighting it up it was he won three national titles right yeah. he played with uh tim tebow yeah, the what's his face? yeah. yeah. The yeah. he was with right. tim tebow and uncle urban so yes. he he was he was football royalty from yes from I mean, from really from, yeah, from being a kid, which you see in this documentary. So if you haven't seen this docuseries yet on Netflix, uh, you could pause this episode right now, give yourself but a little don't. bit of context, and go check out some of these, maybe skim through them, maybe uh, bounce back to this tomorrow after you listen to that. Or if you've already seen it, then you'll be fully aware of kind of what we're talking about today, um, because we will be getting into the content of that docu-series pretty heavy during this episode so here's your your one time and one time only yeah spoiler alert. notice we need to give like a spoiler, spoiler alert. alert we're talking okay. through this we're thing, going so. in yeah like Lil Weezy yes so wow Go okay like Lil all right Weezy. stay I'm doing I'm trying to stay on point okay so so what what are Lil Wayne off? Lil Wayne Weezy Weezy F baby yeah please say the baby please say the baby yeah so we're we're talking no I don't say so we're on <laughs> God bless you today. No, Rich. sir. No, sir. I will not. God so, bless you, Rich. No, Mr. Are... Little. I will not do that. No, <laughs> Mr. Little. This is Rich. Chugga, 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 yeah. chugga, chugga. All the boys. And here we're going again. So, so the the like we said. So if if you're not familiar with the history of Aaron Hernandez, what, guys, kind of give us like a 
a synopsis of not not the docu series per se, or maybe if you want to, but kind of the big events that made Aaron Hernandez a a kind of like the whole the whole thing behind it. Like it wasn't just football. It quickly spiraled out of control into a lot of different other areas. And so we're not going to talk about those specific events for long. We're going to set them up just so that way we can kind of talk about it from a different angle. So one of you guys want to kind of kind of give us some of the the big things that happened throughout his story that that kind of like led us to we're, we're <laughs> to the docuseries. Yeah. How about you do part one? I'll do part okay, two. So okay. So essentially, um, the, the the life and story of Aaron Hernandez, we're going to talk about some of the things that are applicable to us as dads and parenting children, but essentially, you know, the docuseries goes through and it and highlights some of his early childhood stuff mm-hmm. and sort of what created um, his sort of posture and perspective and drive to be the football player that he was and to, um, it goes into sort of some of the reasons of why he was so intense, why he was so intentional about certain things. Um, and then, you know, he was a high school superstar, co- like, like Richard said, college superstar, NFL superstar, things went down, things went sideways. And seemingly from outsiders looking in, you're seeing this guy who seems like he has it all together. seems like he has everything. Right, yeah. I mean, he's living, literally living the football dream. Yes. Uh, you know, drafted into the Patriots, scoring touchdowns in the Super Bowl, winning Super Bowls, yes. playing with Tom Brady, just excelling and um, just, you know, living at the highest level. And then he just... Seemingly, he just spirals out of control. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Finds himself landed in prison. Yeah, finds himself landed with these allegations. These, you know, what, what facing murder, right? Like, yeah, murder yes. charges. Like, yeah. like big time stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, broad strokes, big picture. You're looking at this, going, how in the world does this happen? Yeah. How does this happen to someone yeah. who seemingly has all the money, all the 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 people that he would need to to serve him? Yeah, all that. Like he has. Affirmation, Seemingly accolades, everything. Yeah, he, he's living the American dream. Right. I mean, from a, an early childhood, he's like the alpha male. Everyone Always, loves him. Yeah. Girls love him. Uh, boys want to be him. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to hang around him. Yeah. I mean, from the outside perspective, he is like the guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like I mean, the man. He's, the, he's admired by all. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. So, and so things go sideways. He ends up in jail, and the docu series sort of treks through all of that, yeah. all the way until you know. Again, spoiler alert. He, he takes his own life. And so that's sort of the the crux of the situation. That's the end of the situation, whatever. But the docuseries really highlights and gives more sort of, I guess, depth into what – it really answers a lot of questions that I think a lot of people were asking. Because you look – from an outside – from a, as, a, as football fans, we're looking at this guy going, how? How does this guy go from Super Bowl to prison? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how well, does – And you're thinking – what it? What is this guy thinking? Like, what's going through his All head? All you gotta yeah. do is keep playing football, right? Where's your head? You know, man? yeah. Like, like, stop. But, yeah. but the docu series really, I think, I think gives a lot of insight into that. And honestly, you know, watching it as a dad, all of us watching it as dads, we're looking at that, going, man, like, Aaron Hernandez has a dad, has a mom, has siblings, has yeah. a whole community around him, and to see how certain things have played into creating the events that took place. Yeah. Yeah, well, and maybe that's where I'll pick up in part two because the uh, subplot of that entire story was yeah. that um, Aaron Hernandez's, and this is a true spoiler alert, so if you really want to watch it, it doesn't matter if you watch yeah. it. If we this talk about thing, it, it's, it's, it's going to still be fascinating. I think yeah. if I had to describe this in yeah. one word, it'd be fascinating. Yeah, Absolutely. It's, it's so well done. His that... father was so definitive to his character of who he wanted to be at a, like, at a, macro level yes this masculine 
powerful, like popular man. But underneath that, um, his father passed away at a young age, which Mm -hmm. leads to trauma. His mother marries or moves in with um, his cousin's husband. Um, He (laughs) did you did you trek with that? Yeah, mother moves in with cousin's husband a few months after dad dies. Yes, so. Trauma, more trauma. Connect those dots. Trauma, drama. And then on (laughs) top of that, um, he shows signs of homosexual tendencies. And so I say signs of homosexual tendencies because it was not proven, but someone on the documentary did say that they were were in a relationship together. And the reason why I'm prefacing it that way is because it's not for me to say whether he was gay or not. Yeah, and and I think it's important to say, too, though, they mentioned that those – um, encounters or situations where Aaron is kind of exper- experimenting with his sexuality, those happen early on. Like, we're, didn't they say like junior high? So, yeah, like so yeah, they, they high, talk about him and really uh, they highlight his relationship with uh, the quarterback uh, he played with in high school. They were like best friends, yes. but they painted a picture that they also were in a relationship. And so yes. uh, you move forward and then he, he – you know, goes away to college mm-hmm. and he becomes transforms into like this OG. Yeah. Who's doing these OG things. And so there was o- OG, OG, if you don't get that vernacular, he, he pretty much shows up to college and goes from being like Bristol, Connecticut, small yeah. town guy, whatever, yeah. just all about football, gets on the college campus all of a sudden. He pops up with tattoo sleeves and yeah, he's, got you know, he's hanging out with more hardcore characters. Start smoking the weed heavy. Yeah. And yeah. uh yeah, no, he so he transforms into this this guy. Almost like and, a like a kind of like a gangster almost. Yeah, he know, he like transforms so he's he's this football a caricature player. Caricature of. And he's also this gangster guy. And so you you go forward with that and he goes through the college program, which is brutal. It's the program. So there was an old college uh a movie about college football called The Program. It was about this school that was kinda like Florida State. Mm-hmm. And uh it was I think it was pretty true to life. But he goes to the program at the time, which is Florida and uh, he's living his double life again. But in college, in you know, I'm not saying that it's this way at, at all major universities, but you know, major universities sometimes athletes they they slip through the cracks and yeah. in turn meaning that they're they're lawless. They, well, they don't they, they, get, they, a don't pass. Get, they get a pass yeah. and they don't get charged. And so he and then he goes to, to play with the Patriots, which is in his backyard, and because yeah. he's from Bristol, and uh, he finds himself in precarious situations because yeah. of. His, his whole life of this subplot of, of trauma and, yeah. and you know the the dealings with uh what appear to be struggles with his his own um finding who he is yeah, yeah. So identity yeah his identity, identity because yeah. he's got multiple identities he's the football player he's the the guy with the homosexual tendencies he's the you know the the guy who's hurting from his parents so yep it's uh it's yeah. it's pretty thick. It's 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 really there's so many different layers to it and when we say it's well done I mean everything the presentation to it all of the information and research I mean they oh have they have phone conversations they I don't even know how they got all this stuff you know it's it's crazy they it's have phone a job well done it's, you know it, it, we don't see it yeah. a lot these days but I think it's called uh true journalism yeah yeah they were <laughs> thorough it's not called here's my opinion and I'm going to support it now with facts it's like oh Here's all the information we yeah, gathered. Yeah, you let it speak for itself so, kind of deal. And and I guess I want to speak to this point before we get too far into it. The thing that I appreciated about it most is um, I don't think they came to any conclusions. They just presented, presented they it out there, yeah. And like, because they never said like definitively he was gay, he was this, he was that. They said 
these are the circumstances that created him. Yeah. And then they also showed evidence to the otherwise. Like, sure. they talked about CTE. And then they showed other guys with similar circumstances to Junior him. Seau and Exactly. Yeah. Well, and other folks who had CTE and stuff but did not kill themselves and yes. did not murder other people. And they yes. were like, yeah. you don't murder people because you have CTE. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure I have CTE. I think you're right. They did a really good job of, of kind of leading you down a path and saying, hey, these things could be a result of... Um, not being able to fully like express himself and who he was in these in these ways, whether it's with his relationships or with um, you know his feelings, um, you know, in that route. But then they also went down the route of you know there's a lot of trauma and a lot of things that the league, you know, the NFL. Um, covers up, you know, they're, oh. they're, they're, um, Hey, do you want to get this podcast cut off? Right. Yeah. <laughs> you don't right. go against yes. the shield. Yeah. Big brothers. We watching. love you NFL. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, you know, and they talk about how the NFL kind of sweeps things under the rug when it's convenient, which I, none of us are surprised by, but they just show, they really peel back the layers and show you kind of how shocking all of this is mm-hmm. and that these are real people that are involved in these things. And so, you're right, though. They do a good job of kind of opening three or four different roads that you can go down, and then they don't bring any of them to a conclusion. They just kind of let you go, okay, maybe well, ABC you, or... You said something, too, that I thought about when I watched it, too. When he was in college, yeah, he also... It wasn't just the NFL. Yeah. It was a privilege he had his entire Absolutely. life, I would imagine. He probably yeah. had it in high school. Yeah. When he was in college, when, when he got too bad, uh, they led you down the road to think that uh, urban meyer just said hey dude you got to go to the league yeah it wasn't like a hey i think you're talented i think you're gifted it was like yeah. you, you got to go because i can't keep my eyes on you anymore right yeah and it's crazy that how many people that probably happens to absolutely yeah and so that's kind of like the 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 very fast spark notes version of three hours of a docuseries about aaron hernandez but it as you could kind of pick up from our talking it goes from uh, his childhood, abusive father, uh, father who's very much driven by um, toxic masculinity and, and kind of like conducting his marriage, but also raising his children with that mindset and that outlook. That leads to Aaron Hernandez kind of hiding feelings that, you know, he was trying to explore but couldn't with his dad. Um, and then it moves on and those things start kind of coming out in his violence, um, you know, if you did hear about the murder that he, he committed while he was in the NFL, um, they, they kind of, one of those roads they lead you down, but don't draw a conclusion on is, um, they, they kind of allude to the fact that he may have killed, you know, one or two or three other people prior to the murder that he became known for. And so, man, there's just a lot there. And so, um, without going too much into the actual content of the docuseries much more, we thought it'd be good for us to talk about on the podcast because there's a lot you can look at from the perspective of fatherhood. We talked about Aaron's parents. We talked about how his father parented him and his brother. We talked about how sports plays a role in that expectations plays a role in that Um, feelings, mental health. There's a lot of different nuances there. And so we just kind of wanted to, um, draw out some of those themes that we saw in there and kind of use this, uh, I think Sam said earlier, almost like a case study on, um, you know, worst case scenario, how some of these things could be manifested and played out, um, you know, all through the lens of fatherhood. And so, um, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we see it, you see it in the documentary, documentary, but you also see it like in real time, just being a dad around, like, so I have... 
<clears throat> I have uh, three boys, and two of them are old enough to play like semi-competitive sports, right? Like, sure. We don't we don't go hard with like travel teams and all that stuff. That's just a little much for my taste, you know. I, I want them to have fun and, and whatever, but um, and it costs them money. Well, yeah, money and time, <laughs> man. I'm not looking to be a slave to my kids' sports. But oh, speak about it. Um, that's a whole nother episode. My my, my, my boys, truth. my boys do play sports, and you see it in real time now. You see these dads that are like coaching their kid up before the game, and then during the game they're coaching up their kid, and then at timeouts they're. They're, they're yapping at their kid more than the coach is. Giving signals like. Yeah, yeah. And you see it. And then you see after the game, if if their son or daughter or whoever performs the way that is pleasing to the parent, then they're like, they give them accolades and say, well done. If it's not, they let them have it. And it's just, right. it's this crazy stuff. And so you see that in real time, but but it was crazy to see it in the in this documentary because it's, it, it sort of paints a picture that like, you know, the expectations that the dad sets on Aaron Hernandez at a very young age really, really, really shapes the course of his entire life. Yeah, it does. You know? It does, yeah. And so for us as dads, looking at that saying, man, we have to be super careful mm-hmm. of a few things. Yeah. We have to be super careful of what we project on our children. Yeah. Because, you know, his dad played college football. His dad, you know, went to UConn and well, yeah, was he was the, the manly He was man. the town superstar. He was the town superstar. He was and a so legend. He set the expectation for his boys that, like, that's what it's got to be. If you're not that, you're a failure, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you have that. Then you have the, the idea of, like, the manly man got to do, you know, the manly man things. And it's, it wasn't a safe space for Aaron or his brother, whoever, to be who they were. They had to try to live up to the expectation of who the dad expected yeah. them to yeah. be. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so like mm-hmm. that creates like this double life and this duality that they had to wrestle with their entire life. And then you have um you know the projecting on your kids, you have the toxic masculinity, you have the abuse that the dad is doing behind closed doors and yeah. all this stuff. And so you can really see a lot of his life decisions and a lot of his sort of um you know where things go awry in his story yeah. find their root in his relationship with his dad. Yeah. yeah for things man. that his dad yeah. did. Oh, yeah. You know, man. and the way that his dad conducted things. And so for us as dads and for our listeners, you know, as dads, when you're watching this documentary, it's it's important to kind of think through those those themes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, and no, think, as How am I connecting myself? Yeah. You know, what am I Yeah. Doing? You know, yeah. I, when I saw that video, I thought two thoughts. I thought um, first was like, why did I ever play football? Because you you see the damage it can done it does to you the the way it consumes your life like you think about people in places down in Texas and Florida and Alabama and how like uh hang I forget the movie uh it, it had uh, Dawson no it had Dawson in it from Dawson's Creek uh, I don't want your life oh, uh, oh Varsity Blues Varsity, Varsity blues. blues like you think about how like we're just sculpted to like, I mean, just be like, this is, if I'm not this, what am I? He said, right. what am I? I do believe that's what one of the things. Cause uh, you know, who's the quarterback? Uh, it's been a long day. Uh, Fast and the Furious. He passed away. Oh, um, Paul, Paul Wa- Walker. Yes. Paul Walker. Yes. Anyway. I almost said Paul Rudd. <laughs> Sorry. Not, not, not him. No, I mean, not him. It made me think about like the pressure that we face to be the image of what we see masculinity as more than the reality of wanting to be our true selves. Right. Yeah. And so you know the reason why I say I wonder like why I wanted to play so bad is because like I was I was good. No, let me say that better. I was decent. 
Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right. Like I, I was uh, in I hindsight, was, everybody was the best. Yeah, right? like yeah, you know, like, like yeah, yeah, I made a couple, great, I made yeah. a couple of great plays, but let's be honest, like I was, I was a gym warrior. Like I was, yeah. I was great in the gym, but I'm sure there, there was guys who were stronger than me. Right. There were guys who were weaker than me, but I mean, the amount of pressure and emphasis on the sport and on being successful at it yeah. was not worth the sacrifice of like you know potentially being like brain dead and right. shortening right. my life. And so I guess creating that lane for our kids and like as a father, I think it's very important to create a lane for my kids to be open with me. And yeah. like, if, if they don't love it, that's gotta be okay. Like right. it can't be like, Oh, you just gotta be me. You, I mean, and I think that's what people are thinking, but they don't say it. They say, you just gotta be competitive and you just gotta, <laughs> yeah. but you know, if, you got to make it farther than I did, you know. Or and like, you don't even say it that way. I think you say it like this: like you have to listen, you have to do what the right. coach says. Like yeah, yeah. you have to make this tackle, and it's like, well, yeah, that's what I mean. But inside, we're like, I got this far. Yeah, I yeah. want you to go farther. Yeah, you I want you to like, be. No, I want you to be better than me. Yeah, and we and we poison it where it's like, or we, you know, we can word it. Uh, you know, I say we. I have a my oldest is a daughter. My son's not even a year old yet. So, but I hear people, yeah. and I've heard this vernacular. Where it's like, you know, I just want you to have a better shot than I did or go yeah, further than I yeah. And it's like, man, like, cool, but what do, what do they want? And on top what of that, be honest with yourself. Like, you don't, you're saying it like you want it for them, but really you want it for you because you get the validation through them that yeah. you didn't get for yourself by getting there. You yeah, know? and so, you want to give them that. You want, you, want, you want them to have your dream, but the reality right. is they need to have their own dreams. And to take right. it to Aaron Hernandez, and his whole split personality. The thing that struck me was the contrast between his masking of who he was supposed to be and who he really was. So this is my opinion. I think he was gay. And I think the the length he went to fight internally to like not be gay were extremes. Like they talk about all the tattoos and the manliness. Sure. And And the violence, the overreaction. Yeah, the the uh, overreaction. Like you you calling me a chump? Who you calling? Like, yeah. I think I'm not soft. I think on a smaller scale, we all go through that in some level. Like, what you call me stupid? Like, yeah. I, I think there's always that a, insecurity speaks really loud. That insecurity, I it think we, we all have a little bit, and I don't think it's that extreme for everyone, but I think we all have it in in something. For sure. And so to acknowledge that and to be aware is one of the things I thought about. To not be projecting that, you know, Aaron Hernandez went a long way to hide his insecurities. Yes. And yeah. really, all he just needed was a hug and somebody to say, "Hey, man." Yeah. That, that's that's what I thought for a lot of it too. Um, I, I just remember sitting there going, "Man, if if he had somebody that he felt safe talking to, yeah, like completely honest, mm-hmm. you know, felt really safe with whatever, how much different would this guy's story have been from from day one? If he could just be like, man, Dad, this is how I feel.' But actually, or, and they did, and I'm, I'm gonna let Sam know, go." They said whenever, and this is the part where it got scary, whenever he would do something that was feminine, mm-hmm. he would get smacked up. Right. Or he would get, they'd be like, mean. they'd like, don't do that. What's what's crazy, and you we know, don't act like that. To be exactly. honest, to be honest, I, I think that there will also be a docuseries on this famous athlete that's coming up, but I think we're going to see a different story, and I think Dwayne Wade is changing the narrative for a lot of people yeah, absolutely. with what he's doing with his kids. Sure. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The way, the way that he, because he has multiple kids, mm-hmm. and I think it's his oldest son that is a basketball phenom. He's gonna yeah, go in the league with, with with Bronny and all them and Shaq's yep. kid, and they're yeah. all, you know, they're all coming up like that. But he's also has another child that is now identifying as a female, 
and um, his openness and his acceptance and his support and his his whether you agree or disagree with any of that, the fact that he's loving his child mm-hmm. and creating a safe space for his child to thrive in life. Right. I mean, I, 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 if there's not a docu-series on this one, on this situation, just like there is for Aaron Hernandez, because I think that the difference in the outcome is going to be so drastic. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's yeah. incredible. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And I think that... I think that that Dwayne Wade, in his courage and his um, you know, audacity, yeah, to well, yeah, they're, public, they're, whole, they're whole family. They're, they're whole just family. they're they're public Gabriel, with it. Gabriel they're supportive. Union. They're whatever. I think that that is going to radically and drastically change the narrative for a lot of people. Well, and I'm gonna add another layer to it. I'm gonna just take it there and and, and being in the black community. So that, the black community has this is this irony to the black community for a lot of folks to where we fight for equality, but we definitely don't mind oppressing some people. So mm-hmm. it's like fight for uh, equality and like you know treat us as equal, but not if you're gay. We don't, right. we don't play that. Right. And so for him, particularly in our culture, to be like, yeah, my, my child is gay and he, he, she, and I'm, I'm sorry for saying he because he identifies yeah. as she, so we should respect uh, her choice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, in the black community, like, that's a gigantic deal for yeah. Dwayne Wade to be like, yeah, that's. To, to, right, talk, yeah. to talk about for, for clarity, not, 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 I don't, I don't believe his son is. Um, his son that's transitioning. I don't believe it's a homosexuality no. choice. I no, think it's, she a, is, it's a transgender. It's a gender identity. Yeah, yeah that's choice, what I said. Right? She. Okay. So yeah, yeah. like, yeah. identifies he him. She identifies is yeah. she her. Right. Yes. Right. Right. So yeah. So yeah. But you're right. You're right. There's 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 the black culture that he's like really like taking a stand in. Yeah. There's the professional athlete culture that he's taking a stand mm-hmm. in. There's there's the um, you know famous entertainment culture or whatever yep. that he's taking a stand in. I mean there's there's on so many levels. I think he's changing the narrative for so many people. Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Yeah, and I I I would venture to say that if Aaron Hernandez had a similar situation or not even a similar situation had someone else to look to. Right. Not even that his dad had to be Dwayne Wade caliber dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if Aaron Hernandez had a Dwayne Wade before him. Right. That stood up and said, "Hey, this is my kid. Yeah, I love my kid. Yeah, you know, yeah. I support my kid. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, men, I, men I want don't, to champion my kid. Men don't all have to look the same. Exactly. Men don't all have to be like dads. This. Don't have to be yeah. this, that, and the other. Right. And they right. don't have to treat their kids this way, that way, or the other. Right. Yeah. It's like there's freedom in that. There's liberty in that. There's whatever. Yeah. I I would I would venture to say that Aaron Hernandez is a completely different person. Absolutely. Oh, and 100%. we're having a documentary about how he won not one Super Bowl but multiple. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah. like Yeah. Well, you know the nugget in there and that the the undertone was about the uh, the other gay dude who was in the NFL and he mm-hmm. was like yeah. What is his, what's it, do we know his that's name? that's what I was gonna touch on. I don't I don't remember. They his didn't name. really. I, I forgot his name, but the whole this whole subplot of, of the story was like he was like, yeah, I was gay, but I couldn't be gay in the NFL, so yeah. I would I gained weight and I dressed sloppy, and so that yep. there would never be a, a reason for anybody to say why aren't you with a woman? Yep. But secretly, this he, is, he had these all these like defense mechanisms for how people couldn't catch him yeah. in these things. And like, I promise you to this day that there are. Um, People who are, are homosexual in the NFL yeah. who will deny it. Yeah. Deny it yeah. on every team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, Ryan, because Ryan the O'Callaghan. culture. 
the culture of it is Ryan is what O'Callaghan it is. is the guy's name. Yeah, and and shout out to that guy for going on there and uh, just being real with it. How you much know? courage he, that took? Yeah, man. incredible. And so that that so you took from it that you took from it. I, I that what I took from it really was like two things: how how hard like we can push in trying to live vicariously through our kids. You know, mm-hmm. like it's easy yeah. for us to like, you know, like right now. My daughter is really big into this, like, she loves art, and then she loves, you know, being outside, and, like, you know, I've been posting on the dad story, so I'm sure you've seen it, but, like, we've been going skating, and she'll ride her scooter and do this, stuff, and she'll go, she's so proud of it right now, but she'll be like, oh, I get this from you, and I get the artistic stuff from, from you, and, you know, whatever, and she's so proud of, like, the things that, like, she gets from me just by, like, me being her dad, her being my daughter, which is great, and that makes you feel good, but... You know, like it's it. It would be really easy for me to just only encourage those things because those are the things that come natural to me. And so I really mm-hmm. want to encourage her in those because I feel like we can share in those together. And my heart in it is not like in the wrong spot. I want to have something that we have like in common, so that way we can kind of like bond over that. But I think I think what what could very easily start in those realms can turn bad and turn toxic very quickly because oh, it's yeah. like. I want you to get into this because I know a lot about it and I can, I can kind of walk with you in that. We can share that. And then when you notice there's a spark or there's a, a gift or a talent or like, you know, an exceptional ability there, you know, we really have to do our due diligence to, to be balanced and keep in, keep in perspective. Like these are little humans. They have futures, they have feelings, they have, you know, potential in all these different but their areas. their own and feelings and exactly. their own thoughts. Right. You know, their it's beautiful. Dream. Like right. Kobe Bryant and his daughter were a perfect example of when, you know, how it can be when you want to, when you have the same heart. You know, right. like mm-hmm. him and his daughter playing basketball, coaching basketball, mm-hmm. him falling in love with being a coach. Mm-hmm. I, you know, but when Michael Jordan uh, was at his uh, memorial and he was talking about, Kobe asked him about like, what drills were you doing when you were 12? And he said, I was playing baseball. So, right. like, just that heart i think yeah it's it's i i will acknowledge it is cool when your your kids are into the same thing it's yeah to me i remember when i took uh, my oldest daughter up to michigan state to her first football game before we watch and we do the chance here like we do we got a couple of chants like we say go green you say go white and mm-hmm. like we have this one where like you you clap like a it's kind of like a gator thing where you clap but it's like a horse it's weird but um mm. it sounds like the gators <laughs> anyway so <laughs> But it's funny how we've done them here at our house the whole time, and she's like, Looks "I don't like know." Papa you... Shark to me. Yeah, do 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 do. Looks like Welcome to the Swamp. Man. When we got to the stadium, and there was like seventy five thousand fans screaming, it just like it all clicked, like doo right. and it was like it. Was, she was so pumped, and I was yeah. like, "I know this is awesome. This is why we do it at home." She's well, like, "Yeah, yeah, is that what we you do love it? to see that in her." You yeah, know what I mean? but, but if it's not her, but you know this, the other half side of that too is she only made the halftime right and so i was okay with that i was like all right you made it to halftime high five and so 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 she grows up and goes to michigan yeah i'll disown her what do you do (laughs) right 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 (laughs) no no she goes to michigan i mean she got a scholarship so right right on yeah and that's that's more than likely what's going to happen if we're honest hey but so no i don't mean michigan i mean like the scholarship your kids are geniuses but so yeah that's what i took from and i just really was like thinking about it in like in my you know to myself while i was sitting there watching it. i was watching it on the on the airplane um 
to like New Jersey or something. So I watched all three of them back to back, and it was like heavy because when yeah. you're done, when you're done with one episode, you're like, whoa. And then I started another one right away and another one right away, and I was just like, by the end of it, I was just sitting there in my seat for like an hour, just like you are entrenched. <laughs> Like, the first yes. one drew me in from yeah. so many angles. There's nothing going on around you. You're in the upside down. You're like, whoa. But I just I just kept thinking, man, like, it's so important for, it's kind of like kind of like the Gillette thing that we put on, on Instagram, you know, where it's like, is this the best a man can get? And the, 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 yeah. the Gillette commercial that made waves uh, last year when it came out where it showed boys fighting and, you know, there was people just yeah, like, oh, boy, boys will be boys, boys yeah. will be boys, you know, all that. It kind of comes back to that, that, you know, that was a caricature, but it wasn't a super drastic or extreme one or or one that, like, just seemed unrealistic. Like, it was actually pretty spot on, and you kind of see when it... Now, granted, Aaron Hernandez's story is the extreme, extreme, you know, with murder and all these different things, but... but on smaller levels, psychologically, you know, the damage is the same and has the potential to be the same. And it doesn't mean that everybody's going to react the way that he did, but you never know really how you're sculpting and shaping um, and how all of these things are going to play out over time, big picture, you know? And so I just kept thinking to myself, like, man, it's so important. Uh, number one, for we got to teach our kids to be keen on, like, taking care of themselves. And that doesn't just mean eating right, doing these things. We talk about it a lot on the show, but... Mental health, man, when Aaron Hernandez started noticing, they have tape recordings of him talking to, like, his fiance and his yeah. family members, and he's saying things like, man, I just don't feel right. Oh, I'm so messed up right now. Oh, you know, they're giving me these kind of drugs. I feel like this. I feel like that. I'm so sad. I'm so... And they have all these different things of him just saying this openly, and people, their response is, oh, yeah, it's cool, man. It'll get better. Hang in there. You know, and when that's the best we can do with that information that's an obvious cry for help but how many of us are that passive when we would hear those kind of things you know and so it was just like man we really got to teach our kids that when you know something is wrong you you have you have to be able to self-evaluate self-identify and then go through the proper you know steps to make sure that you are are getting taken care of because i believe if he had done that really took care of himself when he was seeing these triggers happen if he could could have had uh, a community around him that supported him and was open to hear him out and let him be him, the real him. I, you well, know, even even space. with even a with safe space, Rich. That's right. What, what even you're even about. if he had the same dad he had, if you, you know, if you I think it still would have been a lot different. It you would know? have. And Sam talked about. It. I mean, the reality is like the one we have to create a safe space for our kids to be them. Mm -hmm. And to say how they feel, yeah. and, and if I, you can't, goes, you can't. That goes back to what we talked about. Give them like if you don't week. give them that space, it'll like introvert into a, a hole in their almost a yeah. hole in their heart. Yeah, I think it goes back to our last episode when we talked about habits and how we have to model this stuff for our yeah. kids. And yeah, so, yeah. It, it's one thing to tell your kids, "Hey, listen, when you start feeling like fuzzy in the head, or you start feeling, start questioning stuff, whatever, and try to explain it." But when they see us taking care of ourselves. Yeah. That makes it real for them to take care of themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. When they see us being okay with talking about our emotions yeah. and sharing our emotions, it's gonna enable them to feel like they can share their emotions. Yeah. When you they know, see us crying, yeah. it's gonna make it okay for them to cry. And yeah. it allows them to realize that, you know, when we can be th themselves ourselves and they can be themselves, that 
we're going to be there for him no yeah. matter what. Like, right. you don't have to earn my love, my respect, Man. my trust, and mm-hmm. you don't have to do anything. You don't have to be a Pro Bowl player. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be, yeah. you know, a straight-A student. You don't have to be a world anything. You you can be you, mm-hmm. and that is enough. And yeah. I think at the end of the day, if you give your children that confidence that, you know, they can just be them. It's huge. Confidence goes it, I mean, so far. It's, it goes yeah. just as far as, like, that's you know, security. the biggest title we wear is, like, the, the title of mother and father. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody wants to be, like, some, some people want to be a CEO or a head this or a lead that. But, you know, that title of parent, man, is it's just huge. colossal. It's yeah, something, it's something we started with our kids um, a few months ago, just, just as recent as a few months ago, is my wife and I talked about it, and we're like, you know, we need to start instilling in them because they're getting to the age where they're starting to think for themselves. They're starting to make decisions for themselves. And it's not always the decision that we would make for them. Do you know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And so um, we started telling them uh, just a few months ago um, at night when we put them down to bed, we go, hey, you know what? Um, I say it to my oldest a lot. My, his name's Jude. I say, Jude, listen, man. And when, when it's super calm, nothing's going on, I say, just listen, man. I want you to know that there is nothing that you could ever do that would ever make me stop loving you. Oh, you, yeah. I'm like, you know yeah. that, right? He yep. goes, yeah, Dad, I know that. I'm like, but do you know that? There is nothing ever, <laughs> like ever, yeah. that you could do that would ever yep. make me stop loving you, ever. We've been, I've been and doing so, that, yeah. And and I've been do do, be doing that, and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, a little you bit crying. Right? And I'm like, like, a little bit crying she's like, I yeah, I know you love me. And I'm, I'm like, like but, but, but no, you don't but understand how much I love you. So I've been doing that with my baby girls for a while, and my middle child said to me one time, she's like, Dad. I know you love me, but you really get mad at me. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I was like, sweetheart, but, but it does, but I still, you know it, I love you. When we say it in the calm, when we say it in the in the collected, when we say whatever. Mm-hmm. And then um, my son got in trouble at school today, actually. And it was like, it's kind of a big deal. And the first thing I said in our conversation before we had the discussion, conversation, the reprimand, and the, you know, yeah. whatever, was, okay, Jude, what do I tell you all the time? What do I tell you every single night? He goes, and he repeated it back to me. And I was like, okay. I want you to know that, that I love you no matter what. Mm-hmm. But now we have to talk about some stuff that went down and whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so, but I feel like in doing that, what it does is it lays its foundation for this hard conversation you're about to have of like, mm-hmm. yo, I'm doing this in love. Yeah. And I know you yeah. messed up. It's whatever. Yeah. But I, I got you anyway. I love you anyway. And it, it, like you said, I think it creates a safe space for them to be them. Mm-hmm. And oh for them God. to mess up, for them yeah. to succeed, for them to be themselves. Mm-hmm. And your love you know? is still there. And, yeah, still and you there. know, yeah. it also doesn't equate love and forgiveness to lack of consequence. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. they are not, you know, lack of consequence is not love. Mm-hmm. It's lack of consequence. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. so, and that's that's crucial. Yeah. You know, you, you said something um, a while back that that I thought was really big and I thought, I think it applies to this whole the whole conversation, the documentary, but everything we've said outside of it too is you said, um, you know, we really got to make sure that we're parenting our children. We're not parenting us as children, like in them, yes. you know, yeah. where we got to talk to them for who they are, not who we were at their age. That's a callback, man. That, you know? I think that might yeah. be a couple seasons ago. That yeah. You said that, well, I, I mean, that. you've had a lot of mic drops and some of them I'm like, wow, that was that. great. And I'm like, you know, but that 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 was one where and, and we bring it back yeah. down to that. Yeah. Let us pull you up and then bring I gotta, it back I gotta, down. I gotta hold you. I gotta hold you down because you're like a kite. If I do that too, you just fly right out of my hand. But that you know that was that that was one that you said that I was like, whoa. I probably played it off at the time with like a joke or whatever. But then I got in the car and drove home and I was like, we got a parent them as wow. 
<laughs> just mantra no, mantra it to myself. But I think that I think that's you know, and if so, honestly, you know, we talk about Aaron, but go back to Aaron's dad. If somebody had gotten a hold of his dad and said, "Hey, right. man, listen, like if this identity is not found in this," yeah, your yeah. kids don't have yeah. to be. Yeah, but you it was and, a different. You know, know it's a different era. We talked about it was, it was, generation, in the industrial era. I mean, men. Yeah, we, we didn't have the emotional intelligence as a society. Yeah. Or the awareness. Well, yeah, now, now, yeah, I was gonna say it's societal. Now it's like systemic. Like this whole thing. I mean, now, I mean, now, yeah, like dudes, you know, we we see masculinity as a spectrum, Mm -hmm. and there's many variations of it. And just because you don't play sports doesn't mean you're not strong, right? Right. Or you know, definitely because you you know you play the violin don't mean you won't give somebody those hands, you know. So we we've. Did you play violin? I wanted to. I played. I was. A, okay, I was, was going to say. It was one of those times where I'm like, "Are you complimenting yourself?" <laughs> no. No. Do we need to call that guy from? Do we from need to call Larry? Larry? Do we yeah. need to call Larry? Larry. Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. Clarence over here talking again. <laughs> oh, there we go. Call me Papa. You know, no. yeah. <laughs> here's the deal. Here's the deal. Me to be Docs, don't you? No. I feel uh-uh. like. I feel like you don't got to do. That's not what makes you strong, man. <laughs> I love it. Here's the deal. I I feel like a lot of our stuff comes back to. Um, especially this season. Yeah, this a lot season. Of the topics that we're talking about, I feel like a lot of it comes back to intentionality. Yep. Being mm-hmm. intentionally a dad, like intentionally being a dad, not just yeah. going through the motions, not just riding it out, not just whatever, uh, whatever comes up in the moment, but being intentional, being intentional about the toxic masculinity, being intentional mm-hmm. about creating a safe space for your kids, being intentional about not projecting yourself onto your children, yep. you know, raising them, not raising a little you. Mm-hmm. I think the intentionality piece is so huge. Mm-hmm. For us as dads, for sure, you know yep. what I mean. Absolutely. A little bit of intentionality mm-hmm. changes Aaron Hernandez's entire trajectory of life. Absolutely, yeah, you know? yes. yep. Which and you know, I think a little bit of again, we talk about it like parenting is is a it's an on course on training on the job training course. Yes, and yep. you have to not just feel like you're endowed with these powers of a parenthood because you have the kid. You have to learn and you have to grow. And yeah. and, and that's why we overcome. do what we do and why we're sitting here yeah. doing this because yeah. we want to create a community of dads where we can grow and learn together. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, us sitting here yeah. just cuz the mic's in our face doesn't mean that we got all the answers. Yeah. We want to have conversations. We want to invite the listeners, the people on Facebook watching or whatever, whoever's interacting with us and engaging with us. We want to invite you guys and everybody into the conversation. Yeah. yeah. You know, so get at us on social media. Get at us, you know, um, in all the different platforms that we're on because we want you to join the conversation. We are yeah. here for you to create a community so you can help us and we can help you. And hopefully, through all of it, we can all be better for it. Yeah. We can all be better yeah. dads. We can all be yeah. more intentional. If you don't already follow us on social media, make sure that you do that because I'm sure there's some great stuff on there. Um, go ahead and follow us on Instagram. It's wait. Uh, are you about to do that thing? I don't like. No, not at all. You love the socials. Okay. Um, yeah. If so- you follow us on, uh, or if you want to follow us on social media, you can go ahead and get at us. It's uh, on Instagram. It's at Dad. The number two. The number two. The Bone Podcast. That's at Dad. The number right two. Here. There's a bone right. The here. number two. The Bone Podcast on there. Um, if you are more of a Facebook person, uh. Whatever boomer, um, <laughs> Facebook.com slash dad, the number two. The number two. The oh. Bone Podcast. Should I do it one more time? No, because No, it's it's just it's the same thing Instagram is. Um also if you're on if you're on YouTube, that's a thing. I now. guess that's a thing. The tubes. YouTube's oh, kind of a big deal the lately. YouTube's 
and uh, we have a couple things floating around on there. So I was make watching sure you, some uh, documentary on the YouTubes. On the tubes. So uh, check us out on there. It's at Dad. You mean on UTV? The yeah. number two. Yeah. The number two. The, the Bone Podcast. Uh, here's Sam's. I'm throwing this up for our Facebook people that are watching right now. There's Sam if you want to follow him on Instagram. Here's QJ if you want to follow him on Instagram. Which way am I? Who's getting it? Who's getting it? Who's getting it? Who's just getting do both. Do both. Bow, there go. Yeah. Bow, bow, and bow. Uh, here's mine. I'm only leaving this up for a, a limited time. I already have way too many followers. <laughs> okay. Taking that there down. Exclusive club. Right. Weird flex, but okay. As always, <laughs> thanks for listening. Go watch the. Uh, the Aaron Hernandez documentary on yes. Netflix. Contribute to the conversation. Get on there. We'll have some stuff posted about this. Uh, inbox us, DM us. Let us know what you thought, what you Look took away from it. Look for our faces. Yes. And uh, we out. <laughs>